Welcome to the creep side. Welcome to The Creep Side, Episode 5. Now, I know most of you are waiting for Mortality Part 2, and trust me, it's coming. But today is a very special episode. I'm actually reading an episode written by somebody other than myself. Today, our special guest author is Daniel's Tales, and I'm going to be reading his wonderful story called Rejected. Now, trigger warning for everybody. This could easily be about men's health and body shaming. And if those will trigger you, I suggest you do not listen and go to something else, or possibly your safe space. Now, without further ado, rejected. I don't know how I managed it, but I was finally home alone. My brother and sister were spending the night at my friend's house, and my parents, thank God, were out on a date. It was just me and a hairy mutt at the home. Put the dog outside to run around the yard. I wanted to be alone for this. You think I would spend the evening playing video games, watching TV, or trying to find an image on a scrambled porn on the TV. Normally, the scrambled porn was tempting, but not in the least bit enticing tonight. Tonight, I was fighting two voices screaming in my head. Not two literal voices, rather than the words my parents had drilled into my head. The words always seemed to rattle around in my head. Some days I could ignore them, but no, most days I could not. Tonight, I had enough of their words and what they had done to me was planning something drastic. Something that would end all of this. Hell, my parents had drugged me into all men are perverts. I punched my head trying to desperately knock my mother's words from my skull. I could feel the blood moistening my scalp. It's all men's faults after they rape women. Her words tormented me. Again, my fist tried to force her poison out of my mind. You're just going to be like every other man. Her words were like an ice pick in my heart. My knuckles were covered in blood. The physical pain was not stopping her words. My mind wandered back to the night I asked my mother for help. I was desperate. I had nowhere else to go. I had been turned away by the church leaders and no one else to ask. Timidly, I walked up to her while she was on the computer. With a tremble in my voice, I asked, Can you change the password for the internet? I've been surfing for porn for hours every night and I can't stop. No, go talk to your father, she replied. Did she even hear me? How could she reject her son when he's coming pleading for help? I was trying not to be the man she imagined I was. I wanted to be better and she rejected me. My mind snapped back to reality as I felt the noose on my hand that had tied Frado some string. I was not going to drape it around my neck and hang myself. Instead, I would clench it around my penis and ball sack. I needed it all held tightly so that with one swift stroke, I could slice them off forever. Thoughts of my father filled my mind as they did every time I saw my penis, or even thought of it. I hated going to the bathroom because of this. This is all he ever wanted to see me. My earliest memory of my father was when I was three or four years old. He was smiling at me as I was having anal sex with some other little child. I was happy because he was happy. But now all I feel is disgust with myself and my penis for betraying me. My father made me into the male that my mother accused me of being. Again, I tried to drive the thoughts out of my mind with my fist. If I could get rid of the penis, then maybe my father would not have a reason to hurt me anymore. I hated the nights he would guilt me into taking a bath with him. All he did was stare at my penis. All I was to him was a source of sick pleasure. I tried barricading myself in my bedroom just to try to keep my father out. He only wanted in when I was naked, of course. All of my problems would go away if I no longer had a penis or if I was dead. Either way, 
would be good for me. I would either cut it off or slit my wrists. I had not decided yet. I wanted desperately for this pain to end. I had told the police and teachers and no one believed me. Church leaders called me a liar and told me I was to obey my parents and things would get better. No one cared about me. I was alone in this darkest abyss of hell. Hell was not a place you could go to. Like a lot of religions believe, hell was right here, right now, in my mind and in my home. Hell is a child abandoned in the cruelty of selfish parents. Hell is a dark place that slowly consumes you until there's no way to escape. Hell is when physical pain no longer matters because you hurt so bad in your heart you can't feel anything else. I undid my jeans and let them fall to the my floor. My underwear seemed to follow. I was wearing nothing but a red t-shirt. My father would love this, seeing me naked. My mother would have taken a belt to me. The belt, the blood, and the welts. I can still feel myself naked on the waist down laying across my father's lap. I knew he was going to lay a leather belt across my ass, but first I had to endure a 20-minute lecture from him as I lay there exposed to his perverted eyes. I could feel his penis getting hard and poking me in my belly. I was forced to lay across his lap. The thought made me want to vomit. All I was to my parents was a penis. To one source of pleasure and the other a scapegoat and a monster. I can't live like this. I was lower than dirt to them. My life had become a lie. I was forced to put on a show that nothing was wrong. When just under the surface, everything was wrong. And no one was there to help. No one would help me because I was a male. At least that's what the police in school told me. I was beaten until bleeding and somehow I was not a victim because I was a male. I was forced to violate other children for my father's pleasure and I was not the victim because I was a male. I was a male, so I was the monster. I no longer wanted my penis. I did not want to be a male because I did not want to rape any women. Because I did not want to abuse any women. If that's what it is to mean, means to be a male, I did not want it. I had beside me the butcher knife from the kitchen. I spent a long while learning how to put a razor's edge on the blade. I drew the edge along my arm and shaved off a small swath of hair. The noose was tightened around my penis and ball sack, even tighter than I imagined. I felt the cold edge of steel. This was the moment. I hoped for peace that I saw no other way to be achieved. Maybe I would even bleed to death and escape this hellish life. The cold steel gave me hope for the first time in my life. The hope that all of my suffering would end. Hope that my father would accept me as his son and not as his fucking plaything. Hope that my mother would stop telling me that I was a rapist and an abuser. Hope that my parents would actually love me. I felt good. This is right. I spread my legs and gripped myself tight. I wanted to get this done in one clean swipe. One quick stroke with the blade's edge, and I felt a sharp pain. It was not as, not as an intense pain as, as I had once previously imagined. It actually hurt less. My stump of a penis and sack fell to the floor. I was right of them finally. Life was better now. Blood sprayed everywhere more than I realized what happened, and I began relaxing. The world around me went fuzzy. A happy, relaxed fuzzy. Kind of like drinking a bit of alcohol and enjoying a small buzz. This must what blood loss felt like. The couch was soaked in red, and it pulled onto the floor underneath me. I didn't care. I dropped the knife and laid back. I felt a warm darkness take over. This must be the peace I hoped for. 
My eyes close and drift off into a comfortable sleep. Peace. I had found peace. Thank you all for listening. The Creep Side. This tale is brought to you by Daniel's Tales. Daniel's Tales is a gentleman I hooked up with recently on the app Slasher.tv. We hit it off and he said I could use one of his stories, so here I am. He lives in a small Utah town in the middle of the desert. When he isn't spending his time with his multiple hobbies, he enjoys writing and being a good soldier and husband and father. If any of you ever ask Daniel has he killed anyone in the military, remember, he only kills what he eats. And boy, don't you look like a snack. The world's always had a creep side. I'm just here to show it to you.